the athlete needs a lot of support. Right. And the athlete is also used to having a lot of support. Used to having a lot of support, used to having fans, used to having coaches, used to having teammates, used to have Yeah. Used to what did you say, Stan? Not just said trainers. Trainers. <laughs> yeah, you used to having a whole support system right. that's based around your profession. Then when all the music stops, you just have your family and you have to like be able to redistribute your focus. Mm. Nice. Um, and like, you know, you have to still figure out how to keep your confidence and self-esteem. Hi, my name is Prince Daniels Jr. And I'm a former NFL running back, an author and thought leader who lives by the mantra, nothing is impossible unless you truly believe it is. I found the Game Beyond the Game Talk That Talk as a place for thought-provoking and inspiring conversations with professional athletes discussing life's transitions. Game Beyond the Game is an ecosystem for professional athletes to cultivate the mindset to discover their overall purpose and vision in the game of life. And now, it's time to talk that talk with your MC, Stan Pearson II, and myself, Prince Daniels Jr. I want to introduce you all, Jairus and Shakira Wilkinson. Jairus is a former NFL linebacker. He was drafted by the New York Giants, later going on to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, he did that. He received his MBA. Oh, a brain as well. All right. Doing it ain't bragging. From University of San Francisco <laughs> and his partner and asset manager for 11 West Partners, a real estate investment firm managing and negotiating multi-million dollar contracts and the use of commercial and industrial office space. He will be joined today by his more important, mm. incredible <laughs> wife. Shakira, as they both sit down and talk about the balances of marriages and fa- marriage and family life. Both of y'all, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling great. Feeling good. Feeling great. I feel good. Feeling great. Feeling good. How are you? <laughs> That's good. So, heck, let's hop right into this. I know we're going to have a great conversation, some questions. Marriage. What is that like? What for so many people they sometimes misunderstand marriage, don't know what it should be, right? But what is marriage for you all? What does it mean? You want to start? Or you want me to go? Um, well, for me, I think what's most important is just having a healthy partnership. So before I got married, I used to just always say, like, I want to be with someone who is my friend, someone that I can, um, have a friendship with, but have sex with them. You know, it was almost like, I want to be able to have what I have with one of my girlfriends where I can, or I'm just able to be completely open, able to have conversations, able to be my goofy self around them without worrying about like judgment or anything and get to have good sex with that person. So that's the best guy. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. And Jared, what is your thought? What What is marriage, man? Tough act to follow, but what do you got? What is marriage to you? What does it mean, I guess, as we start out the combo? Uh, I, I would agree with, with Shakira, with what she said. I mean, I have recently been telling uh, my wife that she's my best friend because she is. And uh, I think that having a friendship is having like, you know, having a lifelong friendship and commitment with, with someone. And, um, you know, when you have kids, it throws a whole nother, a whole nother, uh, you know, 
situation yeah. into the partnership. Paradigm. Shit. Yeah. It really, it really, uh, you know, it really tests your 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 connection and your strength as a couple. Mm. And um, I think it's the times that we're in now with with uh, the coronavirus. Uh, you know, you really have to like and love each other to make it. <laughs> you really gotta like each other. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, let's, yeah, that's that's awesome, Jess. Let's talk about that a little bit because I think sometimes folks are like, no, it's love and it's magical and it's supposed to be this on TV, but that <laughs> like part, jump on both of y'all, but certainly, Jess, as you you know alluded to it before, how important is that like part and how is that developed and nurtured, especially now? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's easy to uh, to like each other when you're in the honeymoon phase and when everything is fresh and new and exciting. And when it's just you two, um, when you bring uh, more life into the equation with your kids and everybody wants their attention, everybody has their own um, their own desires and their own selfish needs and their own agendas and schedules and all of that stuff, it gets it gets a lot more challenging. Um, and I think you have to. Uh, one thing I think that we have tried to do recently, and what we've learned is how to allow for scheduling time for just us, you know, um, um, because it's easy to get wrapped up in the everyday, everyday life of work and kids and family, but to, uh, make sure you put time in your schedule and get, get babysitters and get family support so that you have time to just, uh, connect with each other. Awesome. And how about you, Shakira? So, uh, a mom and certainly a mom of a professional athlete, you know, what's that like? Because there are some folks that are dealing with that now or going to deal with that. Like, you know, what helps you during this transition or, you know, in the game beyond the game? Um, I think keeping things simple. Uh, everything right now seems to be so complicated and people want, like they make it more, complicated than it has to be. I think that if you have a solid foundation, right, you know, so you go back to whether you like each other or not. Like we've established that, okay, yeah, we were in love, we're in love, loving each other, but having to deal with somebody day to day and now especially during this like COVID time where, you know, typically Jairus is at work during the day and not that he hasn't been working, but he's been doing a lot more of his work at home. So you're kind of faced to deal with your partner more so now than um, ever before. So going back to like liking that person, like, yeah, we've established we love each other. That's why we got married. But being with each other every day and having to, um, you know, raise, we have two young children. Our kids are four and two. So our kids are count on us for everything. They're not very independent. I mean, you know, there's certain independence, but it's not like having a teenager where they have their own social life. Like I am my children's social life, you know? So (laughs) they don't really know anything different um, yet. And as far as Jairus being um, an athlete, that hasn't been the most important part of our life. So uh, 
it's been, it was a very important part of his life prior to us getting married. And not that sports aren't important or play a role in our life. Like we still, you know, watch a lot of sports. Well, we were watching a lot of sports before, you know, the Rona. Um, (laughs) But being an athlete is for us something that is more so um, in the background. Okay. and I think that that has probably made our life honestly a little easier because I haven't had to deal with the pressures of having my husband out on the road with a bunch of other females around or, you know, just everything that comes into being with a professional athlete. That's not something that we're currently dealing with. Um, And so it's been having him kind of transition out of sports, I think, has made our life essentially much easier because we are able to concentrate more so on each other and and our family rather than, you know, football being the biggest thing. Yeah, the more pronounced piece. Yeah, Prince. Right. Yeah, so... uh, would you say that were you with Jairus when he was doing his career or after his career? After his career. So would you say, is that like a big, is that a big difference in the way you guys' relationship is? Because what I've noticed just from my observation is that a lot of couples, um, they go through, through that roller coaster. Um, where the fame is there, all the power, the the opportunities are there. And wh- whenever that stops, it seems like the relationship weakens a bit because that was the bond that kept him there. And I, I want to ask this question for Jairus. Like, Jairus, do you think that uh, that played a key role in your relationship by getting married after the game? Or do you think when you were in the game, you needed a partner um, like Shakira to make sure that she balances you out? Uh, that's a great question. I, I think that uh, I'm, I'm very familiar with the roller coaster that you speak of. <laughs> and, uh, when, when, when I was transitioning out of uh, the NFL, it was, it was a time period where it was nice to it was nice to kind of go through that transition on my own mm-hmm. um, just because it allowed me to like, you know, kind of like take a step, take a, take a breather. You know, like if, if I have, I have former teammates that, you know, were already married with kids while they were in the NFL mm-hmm. and to go through the period of like, okay, you know, dad, dad has the season and then there's the off season and he's always training. He's always traveling. He's always doing this. And then to go from that to just kind of like, once you stop, once you, once you decide you're done, it's just like a dead stop to that lifestyle. And it's kind of hard on the whole family, you know, uh, uh, because it's a whole, it's like you have to re realign your whole lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was able, I was, I was able to do that, realignment on my own um before I met Shakira and then 
was able to kind of like ground myself in reality of my new lifestyle. And then, you know, um, I kind of like, I kind of like started my new life with Shakira. Mm. And, uh, you know, I think that, I think that if I had, if I had met Shakira five years before when I was still playing, I think that, I think we would have still been fine. Uh, But it would have been a much different transition because, uh, you know, you go from, you go from having some, having like a dedicated focus every day to having to like refocus yourself. And, you know, I think for a lot of couples out there, it's, it's, it's probably just as hard on the man as it is on the woman because it's, it's you know, it's, it's an adjustment for everyone involved. And, uh, uh, it can be challenging just because, you know, the 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 athlete needs a lot of support, right? And the athlete is also used to having a lot of support. Used to having a lot of support. Used to having fans. Used to having coaches. Used to having teammates. Used to having trainers. Yeah. What did you say, Stan? Not just said trainers. Trainers. <laughs> yeah, you used to having a whole support system right. that's based around your profession, and then when all the music stops, you know, you just have your family and you have to like, uh, be able to, uh, redistribute your focus. And, um, mm. Mm. Nice. Uh, and, and, and like, you know, you have to still figure out how to keep your confidence and self-esteem because you're, you're for so long, you know, when I, when I was, uh, playing football, when I stopped playing football, I had been on a team every you know, every day from the time I was in fourth grade until the time I was 30, I was on, I was on the team every day right. so like right. to have a full stop and then wake up one day. And I don't have any more teammates. Mm. Uh, I don't have a coach. I don't have a practice to go to. I don't have to go look weights. Yeah. So like, uh, uh, going through that transition is, is, is very challenging. Yeah. Um, but I think that like, you know, for the couples that, for the couples that, that are out there going through that transition from, you know, guys that are already in relationship that are going through that transition in a relationship or in a marriage with family. Right. Um, I think everybody just kind of has to like over over communicate. Okay. Uh, you know, love it. Just because you know, there's like it, it, it's, it's easy it's easy for men to just bottle everything up and like just try to keep on chugging along, but you have to like be able to uh, communicate with your partner on like what you feel like you need. Yeah. You ask your partner what they need you have to find common ground and right. uh, uh for the for the wives or, or women in the in the relationship be able to be patient with your partner mm. because because you know they've been they've been living a certain lifestyle for a long time right. and as they transition out of it it's not going to be you know it, it, it's probably not going to be a super smooth transition correct so, um, so- um, Patience and communication. And prep, though, I would think. I would think <laughs> prepping before the actual, like prepping for the transition, right? right. Because well, well, all of a sudden you're playing sports and then, you know, Friday's your last game and, you know, then you wake up on Saturday kind of like, now what? I don't have a plan. I don't know what to do. We haven't been talking about any of it. Like the exit strategy. Yeah, the, you need to plan your exit strategy just like you plan, you know, for everything else because well, you're left with 
a lot of unknowns, which I think you're going to have anyways, that's just part of life. But if you, you know, if you're able to have communication with your partner, like, you know, I'm not going to be playing football anymore. Life might look like A, B, or C. Correct. How how are we going to deal with that if A, B, or C, you know, does come up rather than just we're at this, you know, fork in the road now, what are we going to do? Correct. So what was it that you were looking for in your new teammate? Um, Shakira and Jairus, meaning both of you guys as a team. I think it's funny. I mean, you know, Jairus had, he's played sports his whole life and I have never. So he went from being surrounded by people that were used to being team players to somebody who was, I mean, first of all, I was raised as an only child. And I like I literally have never been on a sports team, so I don't really know what it is to be a team player. You know, those like we're on opposite ends of the spectrum. And I was when I was looking and thinking about being in a relationship, I was just looking for somebody that made me happy and somebody Mm -hmm. that I could be myself around um, and someone to have fun with. I wasn't, it wasn't about, um, I, I, I hate to say I didn't think about it too much because I did think about it a lot. Like I would be lying to say I didn't think about who my partner, my life partner was going to be or what I wanted in right. a partner. Right. I think when I met Jairus, I was at a place where if it didn't feel good for me, I didn't. I didn't want it. Like, yeah. I don't care how good looking you are. I don't care that you used to play football. I don't He's care. He's very good looking. <laughs> he is a good looking guy. I mean, I lucked up, but, you know, it's like, right. I, I don't care that he won a Super Bowl. That has never, I think exactly. that is super cool, but it wasn't something that was important to me. That wasn't one of my boxes. Oh, that's so awesome. That's all awesome. of my boxes had nothing to do with him yeah. being an athlete. So I was, I, I was there when Jairus first met you, you know, <laughs> and I'll never forget it because it was, it was completely awesome. I remember he and I, I can't remember it. That, that was a long night. <laughs> that was a long <laughs> night. <laughs> I leave some of the details out, but I just want to say it was a long <laughs> night. But just from, from that moment to um, having the opportunity, thank you guys again for allowing me to officiate your wedding as well. Yeah. Um, was amazing and beautiful. Every step because, of the way, huh? yeah, You've been here every step of the way. I've been here every step of the way, you know. So, like, I'm, I'm such a beautiful maturation, and um, you know, I'm I'm super proud of you guys because I get a chance to see you guys grow, and 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 be the incredible incredible couple that you are. You know, you guys been there every step of the way. You know, man. Jairus, whenever you whenever you come back and do your interview, you know we'll be able to dig in a little bit deeper and talk about some of the stuff we want to talk about. But it's about you guys right now, and I just wanted to um, ask you guys because I know some of our viewers want to know, like, how do you handle your family role right now? Because I know Stan and I, we had a chance to talk, and we were trying to figure it out. Like, okay, what's going on? What are you doing? How do you divide? You know, the work. Who who's conquering what? What has to be done, you know, in the time with everybody being consumed by work and, you know, you have your kids at home. Like, how have you guys managed making each other a priority? You know, share. Can you share with our listeners some tips on a successful relationship, please? Yeah. So 
I think uh, uh, when it comes to having a, a, a full family, we're we're a party of four. Um, it's, it's us. We have two daughters. Um, our daughters are two. Are one one will be two next next weekend, and one is four years old. Just just turned four. And uh, I think I think um, when it comes to the kid part and the family part, having having it. It's hard because Corona has thrown a whole another uh, layer to the whole situation. Uh, but having a at least like a family schedule in terms of like here here's what happens when we wake up in the morning. Um, here's what time we do this. Here's what time we do that. I think one of the biggest pieces is having like a set bedtime for the kids has been helpful um and i have to give credit to my wife on that because she was very adamant about like having some sort of sleep schedule for the girls right and i think like you know knowing that we put the girls down between or like around 7 30 8 o'clock every night is it creates like a certain routine for them and then and then knowing that they're down at a certain time we have time for ourselves and each other uh and I think that's been like one of the big pieces of it. Um, and then also just like, you know, when you have kids that young, they need lots of engagement. So like making sure that, uh, making sure that we are, for me, like the biggest battle has been, you know, trying to make sure that when I'm working or doing something like that, I am focused on that and can like, you know, go to go where I need to go to 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 take care of work but then when I'm dealing with when I'm around the kids and when I'm present with the kids to like try to shut down work and like just be present with the kids because trying to do both is a is a disaster (laughs) (laughs) right I have to to piggyback on that is scheduling I I don't understand people that don't follow a schedule Mm. I, I that for me is chaos and being you know it's like having a schedule but also being able to kind of have that schedule be porous and fluid to where you're not it's like it's not just so rigid it's like oh you know the girls aren't in bed exactly at eight o'clock my whole mood is now thrown off you know stuff happens it's like, a bottle of wine <laughs> yeah it's like you know the, the mood is gone forget about it like you know you can't let that happen you have to understand that life happens but if you have some sort of a plan for your day um some sort of a schedule mm. i think that it may it, it makes life a lot easier you mm. know like a lot easier mm. our daughters are taking a nap right now. That's why we're able to sit down together and do this because typically every day they go down for their nap between 1230 and one. If we didn't have that, it would be crazy. I would feel crazy. It like everything would just feel more overwhelming than what it needs to be. You know? So if you're able to kind of have some sort of a schedule to where you know what to expect day to day, even if you're thrown off a little bit, it's a lot easier. And also picking up some of the slack for each other. Mm. Like since this whole COVID thing, Jarris and I, 
have been taking turns waking up with the girls in the morning, which for me has been golden because who don't want more sleep? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, especially when you have right. younger kids. So like right. that's something that we kind of just fell into. We didn't have a conversation about that. You know, let's just say it started on a Monday. Jairus got up with the girls. Since he got up at five something, six o'clock in the morning on Monday, you know, I'm going to do him a solid and wake up on Tuesday at five, six in the morning so that he can then sleep in, you know? So it's like understanding what one another needs as far as help. Right. Um, well, as, as far as help. So I, I hear you say as far as help, but let's talk about as far as health, because when do you schedule, do you guys, as you mentioned earlier, you, you know, like the, a good sex partner, when do you guys schedule that in? Does that have to be scheduled in or is it just like spontaneous? Like, the kids are asleep. Let's go. Take your clothes off. What you want to do? <laughs> Let's get to it. Clothes <laughs> off. Uh, I don't, we haven't gotten to the point where we actually have to schedule that in quite yet. Okay. But, you know, I think that in order to kind of keep it more fun, it's a little... Having, uh, having a fluid schedule... Allows, allows pockets of fun <laughs> oh, where, yeah. where, where the spontaneity can happen. Yeah, you know, like the little afternoon quickie. <laughs> Is that why y'all said this interview couldn't last long? Is that why you said no, like, <laughs> Right? But, I mean, honestly, yeah, keeping to a schedule yeah. with your children allows for more spontaneity with your partner. Wow. You know, like if you know that your kids are tied up for a little bit, you don't necessarily have to be like, okay, babe, let's uh, let's schedule in some sex. It's like, well, you know that the kids are asleep. So, and I know that he's downstairs working right now. And if my daughters are asleep, you know, it's like I can go downstairs and try to start a little something. Or, right. <laughs> you know, starting something. I get it. Hi, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... It, it's it's true though. If you if you have somewhat of a schedule and somewhat of a plan, it does allow for more spontaneity with your right. partner rather than yeah. having to schedule stuff in. Not that you don't, you know, get tired or necessarily forget about things, and you're like, oh dang, it's been a couple days. I like I need to connect with my man. Right. Um, but yeah, like you know, it's interesting. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. You know, it uh, seemed like you're both very thoughtful and and have collaborated quite a bit in your relationship. And as Jairus mentioned, over communication being so important. I think people under misunderstand how important it is to over communicate to get to a place where you're almost reading each other's mind or, or what have you. So I'm going to ask this question in reverse first. So it'll be to Shakira and then to Jairus. You know, because whether it be through transition or you know, uh, or it being in the game, if you will there were some certain qualities that pulled you all together, right? Now, typically people ask, oh, so what attracted you to him? But what I want to ask you, Shakira, is what do you think you've done, you know, to be attractive to Jairus, to be a helpmate, to be that great partner that you mentioned and not just someone that fell in love? But because what I understand is there are other folks that are taking plenty of advice from folks who are less successful in this area working towards it so what do you think you've brought that's made this easier 
uh, or made it more doable and likable to have this mate? Um, I well, for one, I've just always been myself. So, uh, you know, prior to meeting Jairus, I dealt with insecurities and not feeling confident and, you know, certain situations. And uh, I think that, you know, before I met Jairus, I just came to a point where I, um, I just wanted to be myself. And I think that for whatever reason, you know, the universe conspired to put us together. So I've tried to just still be the person that he met. Um, but also, uh, what can I say? Like, I've, I've been able to allow, I think, him to grow in certain situations. You know, like when I first met Jairus, he was still in transition. Like, he wasn't playing football anymore, but he had just finished his master's program at school. And it was kind of like, what am I going to do? So allowing your partner to have space to figure that out. Um, I think that I... You know, it's like you kind of have to get dressed and get cute sometimes still. So especially right now, you know, I'm like, I put on a little makeup today. I haven't been dressed in a while. So that that's something that I, I still get insecure about. You know, it's because it's like, well, we've been in the house for weeks. I've been in sweatpants. I wake up, my hair looks crazy. Like, how am I going to still stay attractive um, to my, you know, for my partner. And I think that, that that's just uh, something that you always have to do, but you need to take care of yourself. So like, rather than getting wrapped up in the relationship, if you're still making sure that you as a person are doing something that makes you um, happy, even if it's, you know, like I haven't uh, had a job outside of the home since for the last four years, I've been home with our kids since my daughter was born. Um, and I've recently have been trying to find things that still spark joy um, for me. And I think when you find something like that, or even are in search of something like that, you're still attractive to your partner because mm. you see, they see that you're, you know, like still trying to work on yourself like right you're the the spark there keeping the fire there exactly yeah and just it it doesn't matter who you are like it's attractive to people when you're going after things that you enjoy you know so because that brings you joy so i know that it makes jairus feel good when i feel good outside of like him making me feel good what? Brilliant answer. <laughs> I see what you know, we're going to do an interview with just you. Okay. So really quick question for you, Jairus, you know, I know earlier, you know, she could mention that she didn't, it was cool that you won a Super Bowl, but it wasn't a big deal. You know, it wasn't what defined you all's relationship or how she cared for you. Like how did, you know, cause you mentioned the word confidence and gaining and, you know, in developing those things on and off the field, but how did that resonate with you that, you know, what you did for a living, let's say, didn't define the love or the like in the relationship? Uh, that was that was kind of easy, easy for me in a way, because I think I was 
I, I, I was I was a different type of athlete anyway. Like I I wasn't one. I wasn't the type of person that grew up like in elementary school. Like my dream is to be in the NFL. You know, it it it, it kind of just unfolded for me. And so it's like I, I was never super. I, even though even though I, I had been an athlete my whole life, the way that I was raised by my mother and the way that my mentality was growing up, I didn't like have myself locked into the box of being an athlete. You know, so I, I know I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people probably like don't don't really. When they're when you're super focused, when you're hyper focused on becoming a professional athlete and, er and everything that goes with that, is it? I think it made the transition a little bit more, a little bit easier for me because I never really wanted to be labeled as just an athlete, you know. Mm -hmm. So like, so like once I once I once I had the chance to transition out of that, um, you know, I would have I would have plenty of conversations or meet plenty of people and my past would never come up. You know, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't lead with, I wouldn't lead with my 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 athletic resume. You know, mm -hmm. so so it was like it was like uh, it, it it wasn't so it wasn't so challenging for me. Just I think just kind of like because of my personality and who I am. Gotcha. Yeah, amazing. <clears throat> you mentioned conversations, right? And you know, how long have y'all been married now? How long y'all been together? I'll say together since the magic happened. It'll be five years in November. Five years married in November, so yeah, five years, five years married in November. But and like, maybe like we were together a little over six years. Our relationship moved very fast. Hey, 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 dude! Hey. I, I saw it. I was there. When you know, you know. That's like, all I that is. You people watching, you know. <laughs> I saw it all. <laughs> so being there now, six years later, two beautiful girls later, and so forth. Is there any advice that you all, as a couple, would give the younger yous? you know, as you all kind of embarked on this or that some advice that those younger couples, you know, might find fruitful, but any advice you'd give to the younger version of you all six years ago as you moved through? Yeah, I would, uh, speaking of like just the whole transition piece with relationships and just relationships in general, uh, I think Shakira kind of touched on it a little while ago, is just like content, like always, try to be diligent in working on yourself, you know, because if you take care of yourself and if you are trying to work on your issues, you'll be a better partner to someone else. Um, and a better parent. And a, and a better parent. Mm. Um, so like continue to like evaluate yourself and, and uh, understand, understand where, where you can improve and where you can make yourself, uh, better person and then you'll be able to better better take care of a spouse and, and a family uh and then also just uh you know try to be as open-minded as possible as as try to be as flexible as possible mm. uh because as things you know the only constant is is change you know so like like as things as things change if you if you're flexible in your mindset and flexible in like the way that you spend your 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 time uh, and your thought process, I think um, it makes it makes all those transitions a little bit easier. Beautiful. How do you work on yourself? You you mentioned that, but like, how do you really work on yourself? 
That's like a yeah. but you working yourself. But like, what does that mean? Working out? Like, I mean, I think it's like, I think it's like figuring out ways to. I, part of it, I think, is just spending time with yourself. Back to scheduling. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, when you're a parent, you have to now schedule your alone time. I mean, for me, especially as being a mother, mm. no one is going to be like, oh, you know what? You look like you're a little tired. Why don't you go ahead and take a couple of hours for yourself? Yeah. That doesn't happen. A, your kids aren't thinking about it at all, especially at two and four. And a lot of times your husband isn't thinking about it either. So you have to step away from thinking that it's selfish, whether you are the mom or the dad, uh, you have to step away from thinking that it's selfish for spending time by yourself, like literally scheduling time away. I know that Jairus sometimes would wake up earlier in the morning than all of us so he could get a meditation in um i before the before the rona hit you know i was able to jaris would wake up with the girls a couple times a week so that i could go to my workout class early in the morning so it was like i at least had that hour to myself to be able to do stuff because um you could easily get caught up you know being a parent you could easily get caught up in not ever having time alone and then you're frazzled you're you know you just it doesn't work like you you have to schedule time to do stuff for yourself mm. and just because you're married doesn't it's like you still are a whole person you know what i mean outside of your marriage mm. so mm. you have to nurture that and also you have to nourish uh, i'm sorry nurture your relationship just because you're married and now have children doesn't mean that uh you know you got married so it's like oh the relationship is is we're locked in it's right. that part is taken care of like right. that it doesn't work like that you still have to work at your relationship just as hard if not harder when you're married um than you did you know than you than you did before because you were with your husband before you had children. You knew, yeah. you know, you knew this person before you created these other people. Mm. So right. but here, no, but here's the thing, Shakira, like, listen, everyone knows that yeah, having kids is easy, right? Yeah, you have someone, you get with someone, maybe they have money, maybe they don't, maybe they play professional sport, but now I had this person, you have kids, and it's easy, right? You have them, they'll love you, you'll love them. What's one of the biggest misconceptions you think there are for these potential moms out there? Like, it'll be a piece of cake. Like, I mean, I, I was one of those moms. I remember discussing having children with Jairus before, and one of his concerns was, you know, like, we're not going to be able to just get up and go to the beach when we want to, or we're not just going to get up and be able to do anything that we want to do because we're now going to have to think about having this kid. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, we just put the kid in the backpack, you know, like put the kid in the pack and still go to the beach. Right. And it's like, it's different. It's different. It's different. <laughs> it doesn't, it, it doesn't work like that. And I'm not sure that that's something that you 
can grasp and have a full understanding of until you actually have children. Because you want for things to stay the same. You want to be able to have just as much time with your partner. You want to be able to do all of the fun things. And not that you're not able to do that with children, but it's it's just, it's a lot different. And you don't get that until the kids are here, you know? And mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, well, this ain't fun at all. I mean, people have these the majestic ideas of what being a mom is, and it's right. like it. Thank you for. Uh, thank you for it's that. not. Right. It's not like that all the time, and right. I enjoy. I really enjoy being a mother. Like mm. I dig it. I love my kids. I'm like I feel. Uh, super powerful and you know like I'm dope I'm a mom I'm a wife like I got this mom thing hands down um but yeah no it's no it's not it ain't thank like you for, all the time. thank you for right. being so t- oh go ahead Jairus yeah please yeah, I'm just, I, I, before we uh move on I just want to go back to what you asked before about or what PJ mentioned like how do you work on yourself um and I think the other the other ways we, we we touched on a few things. I think the other ways though is I think you have to continue to continue to learn, you know, whatever that whatever that means and whatever that looks like. Whether it's reading, whether it's taking classes, whether it's uh, surrounding yourself uh, around people that are being around people that that are professionals in in, in what you in what you want to do, or you know. Uh, other p- peers in whatever industry you're in, like just networking, whatever, you know, continuing to build your own knowledge is, is one way that you work on yourself. And then, then, then the other, another piece I think that's been helpful for me or uh, for us, I would say is, is with therapy uh, to be open to, to be open to potentially uh, seeing a therapist or, uh, you know, they have, they have, you could, you could text message a therapist nowadays or, you know, all the different, the different apps, apps and stuff, but uh, to be open to like working through any, any issues that you have personally past traumas or uh, things of that nature to take the time to yourself to address those and work through those is, is other ways I think that you can work on uh, improving yourself. Mm, mm, yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you, both, man. But appreciate we, you. We, we, we looks like we have um, some our audience, man. We got uh, Omar Billy said, "Hey, D, uh, Gordon, clean scale." <laughs> um, but Labelise Padilla, she has a question for Miss Shakira. She yeah. said, "As a spouse, how do you not lose yourself and the things that spark joy in your life? It's tough when sometimes you feel like your life revolves around the kids and husband. What are some practices?" that you do to stay true to you? Well, I think that people have an unrealistic idea of what being a wife and mother is. Mm. Your life is not supposed to revolve around your husband or your children. Right. You know, like, again, scheduling time to have to yourself um, is, I think you're, like the biggest tool, best tool that you have in your tool belt Mm. is being able to do that and 
ridding yourself of the guilt because I know as a mother we deal with a lot of mom guilt like if I'm gone for too long are the kids going to be crazy when I come home or are they going to be mad at me or if I want to go have a night with my girls is my husband going to be like looking at me crazy or you know and just being able to kind of um find the confidence that you need to be able to do that and the only way that I think you're able to do that is, is if you actually do it. You know, I didn't really, I'm, that's something that I still struggle with because I'm home with my girls all the time, especially right now during this Rona situation. Prior to this happening, I was feeling like I needed a break from everybody. I don't have as much alone time as I, I rarely have time alone. So, um, you know, especially right now, there isn't really any um, alone. I haven't, you know, it's like you have to make sure to schedule. It's mm -hmm. harder to do right now during the pandemic because there's not as many places to go, um, not, you know, as much things to do. But the other night, you know, it's like I, I let Jairus know, like, I'm going to be going on a walk with my girlfriend at 730. Um, and I did that. And it feels good to get away from your family. And I think that that's, that's okay. You know, I think, uh, again, back to scheduling, like you <laughs> have to schedule, you have to. But, but, but it takes, it takes the partnership too, because, uh, you know, like when she, when she said she was going on her, on her walk, she was gone for about three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Plot so, twist, like, the real story. <laughs> So, so like, so like, you know, some women have partners that are as flexible as I am. Some, 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 some partners, some, some women might have come home, come home and not had a very happy husband with their wife going on a three-hour walk. So, you know, it takes, it takes. It wasn't, little, it wasn't really three hours. It takes, it takes two hours and 45 minutes. She, she rounds down. Is that what it is? Two she, hours. She's a rounder. 50 minutes. <laughs> she is a rounder. I know I'm good. I'm that good. She was going to round down. No, it was two hours and 43 minutes. Oh, I walked man. in the door with 18 seconds. Well, I mean, I, I am, I am very fortunate to have a partner who is able to uh, take on some of the slack. I don't know what it's like to be in a relationship with someone that isn't willing to do that. Mm -hmm. So that's like a whole different topic and conversation. You know, if you're with someone that you're not able to step out for a couple hours, you know, and come back home and then be okay, then yeah, it, it might feel a lot different. So I'm super fortunate to where if I do want to go on a walk or if I do need to do something for myself, Jairus has been able to, you know, to step in. And I have to say, I don't do that all of the time. But um, especially after having my second kid, you like you need that. Everybody needs everyone needs time away from their kids. I don't care what people say, like being a parent is awesome, but you still need time away from your children. Like it's just there's no, oh my gosh, I love my my kids are amazing. It's like, yeah, they're, they're great a lot of the time, but it's very challenging being, being yeah. a parent. Like, it's as just, difficult it's, as it is awesome. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's the most like Jairus's boss is like, it's the most one-sided like 
selfish, loving relationship you will ever have, you know, because your kids just kind of take, take, take from you until they're adults and they learn like, oh, dang, you know, I got to give my parents some slack or until they become parents themselves and they're like, oh, wow, this is what, you know, went into bringing me up. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, mom, or I'm sorry, dad. <laughs> you know, like, they don't, they don't get that. Not yeah, now. it's that unconditional love. It's that, mm-hmm. it's that, yeah. That's it. Absolutely yeah. amazing. I, so, I I'll go ahead, please. No, I was just going to say, we're about to gear down, but I, um, I wanted to know uh, what are the questions that you have, Stan? Yeah, you know, as we you know, close out, are there any, let's say, just parting words, thoughts, or advice that you would give to someone that's in the exact predicament or situation that you all were in? Because ultimately, you could be like, hey, I want to help everyone, right? Yes, that happens. But there's certainly a significant number of people who are right where you all are, or right where you all were. Any parting words or thoughts for them as we close out? Man, I just, I think it, I think it always comes back to communication. Um, communication and taking time be, for with one another. Be comfortable telling, be, be comfortable letting your partner know what you, what you need, and then be comfortable receiving what your partner needs, and being flexible enough to like meet them halfway and meet, you know meet each other. Try to meet each other with with, with some middle ground so that both both sides feel cared for and attend, attended to. And, you know, uh, I, I think like real quick, one thing I think that we struggle with uh, initially, and I'm sure other parents struggle with is like being able to trust your kids with other people, mm-hmm. you know, um, which is a child, a big challenge, um, even more so now with, uh, with, with COVID-19. But like, you know, being able to take the time to, if, if you don't have family members that you trust, then trying to trust, you know, an outside babysitter, uh, uh, you know, it's easier said than done. But like being able to being able to trust your kids with other people, because sometimes your kids need a break from you also. Yeah. You know, like they, they, they like our, I know our girls enjoy hanging out with their cousins and their aunties and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, you know, being able to trust being able to be comfortable and confident enough and like put the time in to find people that you, you trust with your kids so that you can have some time to work on yourselves and that's so you so that you guys can get a break. Mm. And that's you know, tremendous advice. And that yes. thought again, that they also need a break from you too. And then being willing to be compassionate and uh, kind of the, the give and take and, you know, to be willing to share with your partner to meet them halfway. Brilliant. Prince, any final thoughts, questions? Um, yes. So I like to get serious for a moment. And um, this is always like the part of the, the show that I really like is I always ask everyone this is um, for you guys as a couple. If you knew that um, there would possibly be a, um, a fatal passing um, by you guys. That's knock on wood. And we don't want any, that, any of that to happen for anybody. What would be some of the advice um, that you would give your girls um, at this moment in time? Because um, that's something that we don't we don't talk about. And a lot of you know a lot of times we we are afraid to speak about passing someone passing. But you know once 
uh, a great idol past Kobe Bryant and, and and his family members and the people that were on the helicopter. You know, it was just like, man, what do you tell your your children um, that you're leaving behind or your spouse that you're leaving behind? Like, what would you tell them? Well, hopefully our kids will be grown when when it is time for us to go so we don't have to have those types of conversations. Um, but both Jairus and I lost our mothers when we were younger, um, younger adults. So I think if there was one thing that I would tell my children, you know, like uh, – whether if one of us was going to be no longer be here or not is uh, I would like to teach them to be independent. Mm. Um, and, and what does that look like to you when you say like teach them to be independent? What is your, I mean, our kids are four and two, so I, we're, I'm still fairly new into motherhood and I can, I can't expect my four year old to understand, you know, what death is, um, or what it even is to be independent. Um, but if you had to write her a letter? If I had to write my daughter a letter, I would, um, I would tell her to be able to just go for whatever it is that she wants to do and to pursue what makes her happy. Mm. Um, and to to take care of herself and that is you know eating properly making sure that you're exercising regularly checking in with whatever um like with your spirituality you know whether you're religious or not uh it's a lot easier i believe to get lost if you don't have something that you believe in um some sort of a higher power uh, so I would hope to teach, you know, for, for my daughters to be able to, A, know that they're going to be okay always, no matter what, whatever situation is thrown their way. There's always a silver lining, even in the death of a parent. Mm. Um, and to focus on the positives and being grateful for every single situation, whether it be negative or positive. So, you know. Brilliant. Thank you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to say be thankful that, you know, your father passed away or be thankful that I passed away, but there is, I, I truly believe that there is always something good, even if it's like the smallest thing in every situation, like even in negative situations. And I try to make a practice of saying thank you for all of it, because mm. there's a lesson somewhere, even if it hurts your heart, like completely, if you're torn down, if you feel like it's the end of the world, you know what I'm saying? Like it, once you start figuring out how to say thank you for those things, the pain doesn't last um, mm. as long. That's, I've beautiful. That's beautiful. Jairus, do you have one quick thing to say? <laughs> I don't say nothing quick either. I be talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, did I put an emphasis on quick? 
I can't help it. I mean, I be spitting so much real that like. I mean, why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> they ask you to serve, you got to serve. That's all that is. I would, if I had to give my daughters one quick nugget, I would tell I would tell them. This is the one thing that my dad always told me when I was super young. So what I would tell my young daughters is, don't let anybody take advantage of you. Brilliant advice. Brilliant advice. Oh, that was a good one, man. See, that's gay. He don't say much. You know how long her answer was? That's that's why we work out. <laughs> Alex. You know the yang, friend. you do it That's awesome. <laughs> Prince, any final things to say before we get out of here? That was my final things. I just want to tell you guys, I love you guys so much. You know, I've always been a part of your life, and I'm always going to be a part of your life. Thank you for being a part of mine and my family. We love you guys. Thanks for the support. Keep being incredible. Keep being the amazing people that you are. And uh, uh, we got more, more great life to live. And also... Um, we're supposed to be going on a trip to Yosemite, right? <laughs> they, they say they're starting to open Yosemite back up. Hey, I got, I'm about to uh, rent an RV, man, whenever you're ready. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, we're going to drive up from San Diego all the way over there because it don't make no sense for y'all to come, back, come down to San Diego. Then we drive back. <laughs> Yo, thank you so very much. We're so fortunate and blessed to have both Jared and Shakira here to drop some knowledge on it. Hope, hopefully you all will do this again sometime. Is that possible? Sure. Sure. I like to talk. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah we're going we to do this again. All right, Jerry, you may or may not be invited. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you so very much for being here, spending time with us. Yeah, folks, continue to stay tuned because this is a gateway to understanding and learning a better version of you all, whether it's being an individual, whether it's being a couple married and involved. This is how we learn to be better versions of ourselves each and every single day. So continue to stay with us as we help others Find their game beyond the game. Have a good one, y'all. Peace. Thank you, you guys. Love you guys. Have a good one. Love you. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new show is posted. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. To learn more about our events, courses, and other programming, check out GameBeyondTheGame.com. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.